Hey, this is Chelsea Perry. Welcome to Tame the Circus Brain. Guys, I am really concerned about the state of the world. I know everybody is, but I've got some sort of thing going on in me about bringing kindness back to the culture. I know that I can't do it alone, but I definitely feel like I have a piece of it. And I think we all do. I think that if all of us decide that as much as it's up to me, I'm going to be kind in my environment, I think that things really would change. The more of us that do that, obviously, the more it'll actually change and impact culture. Yesterday, (laughs) I was with my family and I had a really hard social encounter out at a restaurant. Now, listen, I'm not the type that asks for the manager. I've seen those hilarious memes online of the uh, may I speak to the manager haircuts or whatever or starter pack. If you don't know what I'm talking about, it's just talking about the people that love to complain. And it's really funny. That's just not me. It's just not my personality. Get down with your bad self if that's you. No problem. This is a judgment-free zone. But it's just not me. What I do if I'm asking for the manager is I'm bragging on somebody because I also realize that they have lives and families and different levels of aggression going on under the surface and agitation and they have bills to pay. And the last thing I want to do is contribute to their whole world coming apart by me complaining about their job, even when they deserve it. Okay. So that's just not my way. But I I entered a restaurant yesterday on a special occasion with my family and we had out of town guests and we chose this very nice restaurant for the special event. I walked in and just had this encounter. Oh my gosh. I just felt like everything was being tested. And to their credit, I was at a low. I was overly tired, worn thin after a huge event, exhausted. I burned my arm, like all these horrible things that set me up to be hyper agitated, right? Okay, so that's that's just, let's be honest, that's, that was my setup going in. And then the whole situation was so incredibly awkward. I had gone early so that the we have one baby in the family. So we went early so that my niece could get food before anybody else got there to hopefully beat the meltdown, you know, the two-year-old meltdown that would happen because we scheduled this right in her nap time. Perfect timing, of course. So the people, they were just all three staring at me like I had asked if there's any way that they could like donate a kidney to me, you know, like they all were looking at me like you want her to sit down before the rest of the table gets there. And I'm like, yeah, we just need to like get her some chicken fingers. Is that possible? (laughs) Which they have on the menu. Again, I'm not asking for them to go to Chick-fil-A. I'm just simply trying to get my niece fed. It is not a big deal. So anyway, I just felt like I was on a television show. I felt like it was this thing where they were trying to agitate and provoke when I was already on thin ice, which doesn't happen often. But when it happens, it's real. I'm just tired. So long story short. We get in there and then I have to go in and ask for a high chair once I finally convince them to let us sit down early. The rest of the crew was right behind us. So we all sit down and we're at two different tables facing two different directions separated by other people and tables. I'm just like, I, I'm like, I'm, I'm holding my tongue going, are you kidding me? So we're all separated. Okay, so that's fine. Fine, fine, fine. We're get, I'm getting over it. So I pulled Then I have to go ask for the high chair and they again acted like it was insane. So I like I had asked for all of us to eat there for free, you know, for 20 people, something crazy. And I'm just asking for a high chair. Anyway, 
It was just one of those things that I just am concerned about the state of the world. So I tried really hard to be extremely kind and warm and put out the right kind of attitude out into the world. Because once I sat down after I talked to the girl, the funny thing was I just kept writing this like comment in my head. I don't know. It's like when you're in the shower and you think of a conversation, you like think of a good one. Like that was what was going on while I was eating. So my whole, I don't fume. Like if you know me, I don't get, I'm not like uh, upset. Like that's just not in my normal thing that often. It just has to be something significant or specific in the set of circumstances. So it just was. So I was sitting there thinking of my comment of what I wanted to write. I'm like, I'm writing the owner. I'm not going to write the manager because the manager sets the tone. Whoever is managing this place is who is setting the environment where the rules that they have put in place and the obstacles that they have set up to probably on paper try to have a good experience for the customer, which would be things like you can't sit down until everybody is seated. And that's so that they can get orders all at the same time and they could serve everybody at the same time. In their mind, that's an idealistic view. I get it. I get the concept. Then they said, okay, we can't take reservations over 14 people or whatever. Again, that's another thing they told me specifically, the manager told me that was so the kitchen doesn't get backed up on a busy day, which I saw empty tables everywhere. This is what was so insane. So I'm just sitting there going, I feel, I, I, <laughs> I feel, I feel more agitated than I have felt in years is what's going on. Okay. So I write this draft in my head and then I just, I realize there are rules. One of the biggest things that helped me, there are rules that are set in place that they are implementing and it's not appropriate. Like it's an easy no brainer thing to say, oh my gosh, you have a kid here. Of course, go sit down. We totally get it. And it's not like we were there for eight o'clock dinner time with a toddler it was one in the afternoon you know what I'm saying and this was a place that is supposedly kid-friendly so the whole set of circumstances made me realize as I set rules I want to make sure that my team is set up to be able to bend the rules according to different circumstances as they see fit so first of all that means that I have to hire a very smart socially intelligent like scientific minds where they can navigate nuance and they can listen and see and hear what's really going on under the surface oh I see you guys are exhausted oh it's 10,000 degrees outside your toddler's about to melt down ultimately for the restaurant experience it would be better for everybody for you to sit down and while we're at it what could I get her a cup of in a kitty cup sprite water milk what would you like anything you'd like like that is what I want from my team for and that that's what they're like they're amazing and so I put I do put rules in place but I always try to explain very clearly why the rule is there and then we always make exception to those rules as it's appropriate not just to be crazy and do whatever we want all the time but just to be in the moment and be present with people and to listen to where they're at and look in their eyes and understand their needs I think it's so important and I think that's important for the condition of our culture as we are moving forward as a group of people, as a generation that has lost a lot of that love and feeling that generations before us have had where they had manners, they had principles, they were kind and warm and understanding and loving and they would prefer each other. I really feel like every year I'm seeing less and less of that. It's scary and maybe I'm the only one. 
I don't think so. And so what my experience yesterday did, first of all, I'm not going to write on Yelp where everyone in a public forum where everyone can see it because I don't want their ratings to go down and I don't want people to stop going there because I like the restaurant. So instead, I'm going to write a letter to either the owner, maybe the general manager, but the general manager, in my opinion, is part of what the problem is because to me, it rises and falls on people, but also on leadership. So to me, there's got to be training. I said, girls, I can feel that you're talking about me, which is fine. I can handle that. I don't care if you're talking about me, but I'm just saying it's a weird vibe to put in the room. We're all trying to have this awesome time together and I can feel this toxic energy in the atmosphere. Is there any way that we can not do this? Let's all get on the same page here. The reason we brought our, our niece early is blah, 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 blah. blah. And I, I tried, tried to explain it and when I'm on my side, I did an okay job. And while honestly, while I was in the middle of it, I was recognized by a whole table of people who overheard me and I had to go, did I do a good job with that? Am I embarrassed? And I'm, I decided I did an awesome job. I'm not embarrassed at all. They could have heard me and I'm okay with that because I wasn't like fake smiling and being passive aggressive. I was being honest and sharing my heart. And I looked at these girls saying, guys, come on. I want to have a great day. I want to come back here. Can we please like work this out? This was so awkward. And then they, they were all singing my songs at this table and they're like, we are huge fans. And this, we come to all your events and we love you. And I just, it's like gulp. And then I was like, you know what? They could have heard every word of what I said because I stand by it and even the tone that I said it in. So I just want to encourage you as we are all moving forward, as we are trying to do our part, this is what I would call it, a keeper of the culture. Be a keeper of the culture in the right way, wherever you work, with your home life, with your relationships. It's like, what culture do you want to have? I want a culture of kindness. I want to love the people that I'm with, even if they do things that I don't love. I love them. So how do we work through this together? Winning to me is that there is peace between us and that it's genuine and that we get through this together. Not that I win an argument or that you see my point of view. Winning is that we get through whatever the obstacle is together. And so I just want to encourage you to do whatever it takes to be the keeper of your own culture and then surround yourself with people who keep the culture. And what I mean by that, I mean, I think it's pretty obvious, but just to make sure you get it clearly, I love those shows. The Prophet Gordon Ramsay will go in and do these rehabilitation shows. He has a few of them where it's a hotel. I just watched one. It was like a 24 hour rescue of a restaurant. And what they do is they go in and help people turn things around quickly. And most of the things that are holding on to bad culture are mindsets. And a lot of it is based in fear. And so this whole experience for me just really reminded me that I want to hire the right people and I want to keep the right culture. And I'm really committed to that. And it just helps me too to remember the why of why, why have I started? What am I doing? What's the point of it? And what can I do to just continue on? And the cool thing is on undercover bosses, a lot of times they will find a flagship store that's doing really well in a remote area. And they say, why is this place getting such good numbers? And they usually find a person who is kind, remembers everybody's names, wipes off the counter, can memorize orders, remembers people's families and the things that are significant and, and important to the customers. And it's all done in a sincere way. It's all about the heart. And so because of that, it's an incredible thing that 
those places are flourishing, but it's all because of the keeper of the culture. That person is keeping a culture of kindness and of warmth and all the employees around them are buzzing and following through with that because of that initiation from the leader. And I watched that yesterday. There was one queen bee and the rest of them were eye rolling right behind them following suit. Not eye rolling at them, eye rolling at me. Oh, here she comes asking for a high chair. Can you believe it? You know, and I'm just like, guys, you are ruining my day. But actually, they don't have the ability to ruin my day. Only I have the ability to allow my day to be ruined. So we worked together and it was good enough at the end of it. But what I'm saying is, if you are a keeper of your culture, what are you keeping? In your home life, in your work life, in your car, when your shoulders are up to your ears with stress and pressure, calm down and just decide, I'm going to learn how to be peaceful, how to be kind, how to be loving. Even if that's not my natural way, I am going to learn it because it's just so much better over here. It really is. You guys are awesome. Thank you for tuning in and I'll be back to talk more soon. 